Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Okay, welcome to the show. It is Greeny here on ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM 80. Your smart speaker, of course. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Evan Cohen, Chris Canty, Michelle Smallman with you here on Greeny. In for Greeny today, although it sounds like we're going to hear from Greeny in just a few minutes here. Okay. Normally the unsportsmanlike crew, you just heard us hopefully, 6 a to 10 a Eastern time. And in for Greeny today. Now, Well, the only reason he's coming on is because he's concerned about Aaron Rodgers' welfare after mm. the Pat McAfee show spot that he did yesterday. And he wants to make it clear to Aaron Rodgers that true Jets fans don't want to see him try to come back this season. Is that why he's on? I didn't know that. Okay, I think, I think that's, that's why. I think that's why Greeny is coming on the show. All right, then we will have to ask him about that. Smalls, by the way, is going to join us. I guess coming up, she's okay. giving. She's a tour guide now. Is that right? She's giving tours around ESPN, and so she's giving well, tours. Well, you know, in the NFL, we had a saying: the more you can do, which means the more versatile you are, the more hats you can wear, the longer you're probably going to be able to stay around. So well, that's not a bad thing for Smalls. I'm getting nervous about that because I got that call initially. Uh-huh. I was asked to give one tour. They haven't asked me since. Hey, listen, don't keep saying, don't say no. Like, if, if you say no, I wasn't one, asked. Don't, don't keep saying no. And now, also, Hembo's going to join no. us later, that's I bad, guess. That's bad career advice. Don't yeah. keep saying no. I don't know what's going on around here. Right. Hembo's later, but he's not now. Something's going on. We'll have to, we'll yeah. have to get to the bottom okay. of it. All right. All right. Last night, college football playoff ranking, CC came out, and Georgia is number one overall. Michigan is number two. Washington, three. FSU, four. They're all undefeated, as people know. And Oregon, number five at 11 and one. Ohio State, number six. Texas, number seven. And Alabama, number eight. As a point of fact, no team that is ranked worse than number six going into this weekend has ever made it into the college football playoff when they're ranked seven or worse this weekend, which would mean, based on history, Texas and Alabama have no shot of getting in based on history. In addition, it would also mean that Ohio State, coming off of the loss this past weekend to Michigan, would still, even though they're idle this weekend, have a shot. How would they have a shot? If Georgia, Michigan, and Washington win, Florida State loses, Ohio State, in theory, is next up, especially if Texas loses, because that would give you losses to Florida State, Oregon, and uh, Texas, and Alabama. The other thing is Michigan, even with a win against Ohio State, does not jump Georgia to number one. CC, there's a lot of beef. Which one's the biggest for you? All of it. All the above. All, all of it. Everything that you just mentioned, and I don't want to go chapter and verse on each specific one, but what I'll say is this. Can we hurry up and get to college football playoff expansion? Can we get to the 12-team format? Because the current format is an absolute joke. I mean, we're sitting here talking about Alabama. If they upset Georgia, wouldn't be able to leapfrog Texas to get into the college football playoff? Wouldn't be able to leapfrog Ohio State to get into the college football playoff? Are you freaking kidding me? It's an absolute joke. 
Their win, if they were to win on Saturday and upset Georgia, would be the best win of any team in the top 10 in the college football playoff. Georgia's undefeated this season, and they've won 29 games in a row as a program. Are you kidding me? If Bama were to find a way to upset Georgia, they should absolutely be in the playoff. But here's the coup de grace, because Heather Dinich came on right after the college football playoff rankings were released, and she said that she thought if Georgia were to lose in the SEC championship game, that she did not think that they could hang on and be a top four team. So if Bama, which based on the history that you just outlined, can't get in even if they upset Georgia in the conference championship, and Georgia, who can't stay in if they lose the conference championship, no team in the SEC would be represented in the final four of the college football playoff. The national championship would be an absolute joke. It loses all credibility. It doesn't have any type of validity to it because you're talking about the premier conference, the SEC, in college football not being represented even though they have a one-loss conference champ. Which is remarkable. Because if it were up to me, I would blindly just say every year, just put the top four in the SEC and we'll be good. We'll be good. Just put the top four in there. Well, at least one of them, though, right? At least one of them. Yes. Yes, and I'm not sure how the committee is operating here, whether or not they're just sitting here and they're saying, well, it's a TV show. You guys are going to all enjoy it. We're going to be on Sunday on ESPN Radio at noon Eastern time and ESPN Television. You're going to have all the college football playoff games, Rose Bowl, All-State Sugar Bowl, New Year's Day, National Championship, January 8th, all on ESPN Radio. So, like, cool, you're talking about it. That's great. That's awesome. Conversational piece. But I know that you think that they've gone too far with this because, like, I'll take people back to yesterday – on our show, on Sportsmanlike, on ESPN Radio, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern. I brought up a hypothetical that you rightfully, and I agreed with you, shoot off. You're like, mm. And I said, hey, CC Smalls, do you think there's any chance that we have no SEC teams in the college football playoff? Not because I wanted that. I don't want that. But because I was looking at the way it was lining up. And you're like, come on, stop. Let's Next thing. Yeah. And now that actually may be a thing. I, I can't, ridiculous. I, I can't believe that's the world we live in, and I hate it here. Because there's, there's no scenario that makes sense where you're saying Florida State is justified in having a chance to compete for a national championship on their backup quarterback, Tate Rodemaker, because Jordan Travis got knocked out a couple of weeks ago. You're going to say they deserve a chance to win a natty, but Georgia, if they lose to Bama or, 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 or Alabama, if they upset Georgia, doesn't deserve the right to compete for a chip? Come on, man. I just That doesn't make sense. It's completely illogical. And we sat here on, on our show on Sportsmanlike, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN2 and ESPNU, shameless plug. But we sat here and said that we thought Ohio State would slide as far back as eighth behind Texas yes. and behind Alabama. And we're, and we're looking at it now, and, 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 and Ohio State is in front of both of them. Ohio State is in front of both of those schools, and when you stack the resumes, I just, I don't know. I'm not impressed with Ohio State's win over Penn State. I'm not impressed with Ohio State's win over Notre Dame. I'm just not. I'm more impressed by what Alabama was able to do against Tennessee, by what Alabama was able to do against LSU, than I am about any of the wins that Ohio State has to date when we want to qualify what our quality win is. So I just, I don't like the current format. I think they need to go ahead and expand it. And the committee needs to stop playing it by the numbers and basing it off of resume in teams that are deserving to win and go with the teams that have the that have a legitimate chance at being the best team in college football right now. I'll go one step further on your Ohio State point. 
I truly believe Ohio State fans today, if given the opportunity, and they had two choices. One was to go to the college football playoff, or the other one was to move on from Ryan Day. I think they would choose moving on from Ryan Day. Yeah, no doubt. But now having Ohio State within striking distance of the playoff, if he gets in, and we're talking about the amount of playoff appearances that Ryan Day has been able to have over the last five years, it becomes harder to you know, you call, into, call into question his job security. You when you look at his overall record, what is he, 55 and 6? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. 50-something 50, 50 and less than 10 yeah, is exactly. what his record yeah, is. Which, is. which is phenomenal, but he's lost three in a row to Michigan. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing. But I guess my biggest question about what the committee is doing is putting Ohio State over Texas and over Alabama – Whereas right now, I just don't think they neither deserve to be, nor do I think they are better than. And that's the problem that I have, because I thought this was about trying to pare it down and get to the four best teams right now. Not about the four most deserving teams based on the resume. Now, strength of schedule, all factors in. I mean, you have to have the context in it. But I thought that's why we have two dozen committee members on there so they can kind of parse through all of the data points that we've been able to get in the aggregate throughout the college football season and determine who the best four teams are in the country, not the teams that deserve it the most, okay? This is not a lifetime achievement award. This is about who the best teams in the country are right now. And to me – Alabama belongs in that conversation. Georgia belongs in that conversation. Michigan, obviously, Washington, Oregon, more so than Florida State. Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, and ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. You know how I know that all of those other schools have a more legitimate claim to be in the top four team than Florida State? When Boo Corrigan, the chairman of the committee, uses the win against Florida in Gainesville to justify putting Florida State as a top four team. Yeah, Gainesville, rivalry game, tough environment. They went out there and got a win. Well, you know what? It ain't been tough for a lot of people to beat the Florida Gators this year. They got five wins on the season. They're five and seven. But you also then have to apply that to Alabama beating Auburn. Because Alabama beat Auburn in the same kind of rivalry game. And so, to me, the, the same what application is What has been a better rivalry game. Yeah, and the same application is not being used. Paul Feinbaum, of course, Paul Feinbaum Show. You hear it here on ESPN Radio, SEC Network as well. Was on Get Up today, 8 a.m. Eastern on ESPN, and answered the question about what happens if Alabama does beat Georgia this weekend. To me, it should be about Florida State. And, and I know what everyone wants to say. And I don't really care about the argument that Florida State is a undefeated Power Five champion. I mean, so what? They're beating Louisville, which lost to a pedestrian Kentucky team last week. To me, uh, Alabama and, and Texas are, are razor close. I, I'll give Alabama the edge for one reason, because they would have beaten the biggest bully in the land. And that should count for something. Uh, that game on September 9th is important. But it's not very important to me because when my eyes look at college football, I will see a better team in Alabama. And it's a lot different conference in the ACC and the Big 12 right now. So You know what needs to happen? The committee needs one of two things to happen. One of, one of two things to happen to let them off the hook. Let me see if I can guess. Go ahead. Georgia has to beat Alabama. Yes. The second thing that needs FSU needs to lose to Louisville. There you go. Those are the two things that have to happen. Georgia, I knew. I wasn't sure if you meant the, the FSU one. Yeah. So, so let's, let's play that out. That, that'll let them off the hook. Okay, that'll so, let them off the hook. So the committee gets what they want here. So that means Georgia's in, right? If, if we're saying what makes it easiest for them on Sunday, which you'll hear at noon Eastern here on ESPN Radio, 
Georgia over Alabama puts Georgia in. Yep. Michigan beats Iowa that puts Michigan in. Washington over Oregon lets well, it doesn't matter. The winner of the Pac twelve is in. Yeah. But then who's the Texas? Because that yeah, means that Texas would, be, would yeah. jump Ohio State. Yeah. And Texas would become the first team in college football playoff history to be outside of the top six and end up in the top four. Yes. That makes sense. Then, <laughs> he said that makes sense. But then I still don't understand why you have Ohio State ranked. It doesn't make – Ohio State being six doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. And that's the whole point of all of this. That's why it doesn't feel like there's any rhyme or reason. Now, I know on our show on Sports we're like earlier, you used the old model, the BCS system, and what the projection would be based on the records for teams this year. Right. And it was pretty much identical with the top eight, with the exception of Oregon and Ohio State being swapped for five and six. Ohio State would be fifth. Oregon would be sixth under that system. So it basically tells me that the committee is using the computer and wins and losses to tell them who the top team should be. And that's absolutely wrong. If we're going to involve the human element in the eye test, then there's no world that exists in which you can justify Ohio State being in front of Texas and Alabama in the penultimate rankings. But based on the way the rankings are right now, I can get Ohio State in. And here's how I can get them in. Georgia beats Alabama. Michigan beats Iowa. Washington beats Oregon. FSU loses to Louisville. Oregon would then have a second loss. They're 11-2. They're out. Ohio State doesn't play. Texas loses to Oklahoma State. Second loss, they're out. Alabama would have lost to Georgia. Second loss, they're out. Yeah. Ohio State gets in. That's a lot of dominoes they need to fall, though. This, I understand. This ain't, this ain't like last year. Last year would have been a lot simpler math, and that's how Ohio State ends up getting in. But I, I don't think this is going to be like last year. For but me. Ohio State is a team that we thought got eliminated last weekend. Yeah. Right? We came in on Monday, and we said, well, that's it for Ohio State. We literally had discussions about who the next head coach at Ohio State could possibly be because their season was over. You you half-jokingly, half-seriously said, I'd rather have Sharon Moore, the Michigan coach, because at least I know he can win that game. They may end up in the college football playoff. Well, While best, unlikely, it is possible. Well, well, we say unlikely, but the best argument that you have for your case is history, which is we've never seen undefeated conference – four undefeated conference champions that are in the top four of the college football playoff remain undefeated going into the final rankings. We've never seen it. I also, so there will be some kind of chaos on conference championship weekend. I also don't remember a time where we didn't have a singular team that could afford a late loss because they already basically clinched. Because if, what you're saying about what Heather Dinich said, you would think, well, Georgia's clinched even if they have a loss yes. in Alabama. They have not, obviously. Which is wild. Right. They have not. And I think, now I will say They've this. They've beaten four top 20 teams. That's well, I'm glad wild. you brought up that because I think <laughs> too many people wild. are bringing up two-time defending champ. I don't know that that should factor in to this year. Well, the committee told us history shouldn't factor into right. it. Yeah. I agree with that. Now, again, that would also factor into the top six, seven, eight, et cetera. Yep. Uh, it is Greeny here on ESPN Radio, along with Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. Michelle Smallman is going to join us in just a couple of minutes once she's done with the ESPN Radio Tours that uh, is now part of her job description. She basically plays offense, defense, and special teams. She the more our, you can do, baby. She's our prime time is the basically more you can what do. it is. Um, and we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Coming up, we have a very special guest, a guy by the name of Greeny. will join us next, ESPN Radio on the ESPN app. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. 
superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny, the podcast. This is Greeny. I was supposed to play golf with a buddy of mine today, and something came up I'm not going to be able to make. I text, I can't make it today. I really hope you can find someone else to play. Let's do it next week. He texts me back at 7.59. What happens at 8 o'clock? I start my TV. So I just very quickly wrote back, sorry, my man, before realizing I had typed in an L and an A, autocorrected, sorry, my lamb, old English, like a term you might use for like your sweetheart. And I haven't heard back... This is Greeny. It is Greeny here on ESPN Radio. ESPN app, Sirius XM80, your smart speaker, along with Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you, Michelle Smallman, to join us in a little bit. The Unsportsmanlike crew, weekdays 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern. Hembo is going to join us in the next hour. I don't know why he's not with why us. Why is he not with us this hour? Doesn't make any sense to is me. It, is it me? Because every time I'm not here, he seems to want to be on the show Ooh. with you. But when I am here, he never comes around. So what mm. part of the game is that? I thought me and Hembo were cool. You thought incorrectly, I, I, Apparently so. Yeah. Uh. All right. Well, um, it is Greeny's show. Greeny hasn't been here. Saw so many great social media posts of his family overseas, enjoying a great vacation. But now he's at home. But he joins us now. Greeny, are you okay? Well, uh, gentlemen, I so appreciate your doing this for me. It, it's been a, a, a very trying week to say the least and and i'll give you a quick update beginning with the fact that we almost lost a national treasure uh, in copenhagen and and by that of course i mean me um it it was uh i went down hard Uh, you are correct we had my son has been studying abroad (coughs) for um for this entire semester and so we were i was i was all of us so excited to go see him um, for Thanksgiving. And our whole family was together for Thanksgiving, the four of us, which was fabulous. And then literally that night I went to sleep and I woke up the next morning and I was just had about as bad a cold as I ever had in my life. Um, And so I I tested negative for everything. um, And so I came back to the States and then came back here and subsequently tested 
positive for COVID. So that's why I haven't been in. Um, and then things took a, a turn. So you know what it's like? I was really sick and I'm flat on my back and Stace had to wait on me hand and foot. And you know how awful that can be. And then just as I turned a corner and started getting better, she went down. Oy. So now I'm waiting on her hand and foot. And that's so much worse. Like I had thought that um, that nothing could be worse than having to have someone take care of me. But let me tell you, having to take care of someone else is much less fun. I, I think if given the option between having someone take care of you and you having to take care of someone else, I strongly advise being taken care of. So it is right now at this point, I'm, I'm just looking for anything to do to occupy my time. And that's why I basically called Bubba and begged to come on the air and talk about literally anything because um, I have been sitting here. The most exciting thing I have done so far today by far has been trying to figure out how to connect my phone to this Comrex line through which I am now speaking to you. And that's about the most interesting thing <laughs> that I've accomplished um, in about a week. I'm, now I'm sorry and I hope you're okay, but all I can think about now is the hypothetical poll question that doesn't necessarily be, need to be hypothetical that I will ask Cece and Cam and Bubba before we even go back to Greeny. Do we assume Greeny is a better nurse or patient? Oh, good God. I'm an infinitely <laughs> better patient. I can answer that. Are you sure about that? Immediately, yes. The last person in the world you want taking care of you if something is wrong is me because at no point do I lose sight of the fact that my first priority is me? <laughs> I don't have that. I don't have, that, <coughs> you know, the sort of selflessness that is required to um, to be a good caretaker. So, no, I'm terrible. Candidly, if anyone is available and wants to just come over here and take care of stays for a while, she could really use the help. Hello, um, <laughs> we yeah. have a job for you. <laughs> Oh, no, I think I just killed Greeny. I just killed Greeny. <laughs> Easy, Oh, no. Oh, no. Easy, Oh, no. Is Nuno otherwise occupied? <laughs> oh, He's got three man. kids to take care of on the morning show. Wow, Talk Cam, what a what, line. What, what, is, what are people excited about? What, what, what is happening here? Well, they're excited to hear from you. Yeah, that's but, the biggest thing. Uh, but but here's the thing. Yeah. Green, Greeny's talking about how he's a better patient than he is a nurse and taking care of people. I, I guess he's channeling his inner Aaron Rodgers because I think Aaron Rodgers doesn't have the selflessness that you would want from from a guy in his position. But I digress. We did hear from him in McAfee yesterday, Greeny, and he said that him coming back from injury would depend on how he's doing from a health standpoint, the rehab, but then also exactly where the Jets are at in terms of whether or not they still have a chance of getting in the playoffs. Now, we all think, based on what we watched on Black Friday, that the Jets' playoff hopes have sailed. But what do you think or what do you, what do you, how, what's your take on what Aaron Rodgers had to say on McAfee in terms of his potential for coming back this season? Here's what I'll say, and I know that people will accuse me of being sycophantic because I – have fallen in love with Aaron uh, because uh, from the moment he came to the Jets. But here is my the God's honest truth. He, he has he is a, a a different guy. We all understand that he's got a, a believes a bunch of things that many people find very confusing, and I am one of them. But I think from the moment that this thing began, he has been the most reasonable voice anywhere. And I thought everything he said yesterday was perfectly reasonable, which is. Those are all the right things to say. He can't sit there. If he goes on McAfee yesterday and says, well, look, I'd like to try and come back, but at this point we can all see we suck. So there's not any obvious reason for it. 
th- th- how would that play? I, I think he's got to continue to give the team some belief, some hope, some life. I agree with you. I don't think they have any chance of doing anything, um, but they can't approach it that way. <laughs> and and as their leader, even in his absence, he can't say that. So I think his position is the right one, which is if I've, I've been saying for months, he believes I can't I can't independently verify this, but he believes that his leg is going to be in a position where he can start working on the field in early December. I've been saying that for weeks. That's next week. And that if everything went perfectly, December 24th against Washington would be a possible date for his return. That, that's what he has said consistently. And I think that's a, a reasonable way to approach it. And then he said, but we have to be playing for something. And obviously, if the Jets at that point are four and ten or whatever the math had, you know, five and nine, whatever it is, then he won't, and that'll be fine. If they want to let him ceremonially come out there in the last game, you know, and just hand the ball off or something like that on one snap so he can he can say he did it, that's a whole other conversation. But I I don't think he is thinking of putting himself in harm's way unnecessarily. So look, has he always been the most reasonable person? I don't know about that. But I actually think he has been pretty reasonable and consistent about this from the beginning. And I, unless I missed something yesterday and I, I watched it, I thought what he said yesterday made a lot of sense. <laughs> I think yesterday was the most reasonable he's been with that uh, so far this season. Greeny, Aaron Rodgers has played four plays for the Jets this season. Four, okay? I ask you as a Jets fan, as somebody that lives and breathes this, Aaron Rodgers in 2023 for the New York Jets, a better player or general manager? Well, I mean, look, here's, here's what we'll never know. We'll never know. I under, the question is, and I, I understand what you're saying, and I can't – look, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, um, Nathaniel Hackett, all of them are more than open to being questioned. Lazard is a healthy scratch. You don't need me to run through the litany of disaster that it has been. <clears throat> that said, what we'll never know is what it would have looked like if he was there. You know, do I believe Alan Lazard would have been a completely different player this season if Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback? Yes, because while he's never been uh, a star player, he's certainly never been this awful. I mean, Alan Lazard has been about as bad a wide receiver as there is in the entire National Football League this year. No one said that about him in Green Bay. (laughs) When he was a a true number two to Devontae Adams, he was a good player. And I, I don't think there's any reason to think he wouldn't have been that. Randall Cobb, I think we knew all from the beginning that he was really there more as a, almost a coach, uh, you know, to sort of help teach the offense and, and all that kind of stuff to the young players. Th- there may have been some purpose in that role um, for him if, if Rodgers was there playing quarterback. Um, and then Nathaniel Hackett, I think he's, like everyone, I think he's done a, a terrible job of adapting to impossible circumstances. Um, But if Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback, I think it would look entirely different. So I understand what you mean by that, Evan. And I don't, I don't disagree with the premise. I mean, it's impossible on its face to disagree with the premise, but what we'll never know is what this would have looked like if he was the quarterback right now. I mean, it certainly would have looked infinitely better if the offensive line had gotten this level of, of injured, then maybe it all wouldn't have mattered anyway. But um, th- that is the that is that is going to be the you know the 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 question mark that all of us are just going to live with forever, or at least until next year. And that's the crazy part because the Jets are going to run it back with the same plan 
for 2024 that they had in 2023, and we see how that works out. And Aaron Rodgers is a year older and a significant injury um, uh, uh, in addition to just the age factor. So, so G, I want to ask you this because we had this conversation after the firing of Frank Reich earlier this week and the subsequent disaster of a press conference that David Tepper had yesterday, and we were talking about how bleak the outlook for the Carolina Panthers was for the foreseeable future. And the challenge was – to point to an NFL team that might have a worse outlook over the next three seasons than the Carolina Panthers. And my nomination was the New York Jets, just because of all of the things that we've already outlined on top of having questions about whether or not your head coach can actually coach and having questions about whether or not your general manager is the right guy after he swung and missed on the most important position in all of team sports with the second overall pick. Now, I get it. 2021 quarterback draft class not covering themselves in glory. But I I just got to ask, as a Jets fan, I I mean, how unsettled are you at how things have unraveled this season? Well, those are two separate things. I'm very unsettled. I'm I'm whatever the opposite of settled is. Settled is on one side of the room. I'm on the other side. So there are no words to describe how unsettled I am. That said, I'm not as pessimistic for the following reason. The Jets are loaded with young talent. I mean, there are young, good players on this team. And my biggest fear for the final six weeks or whatever it is of this season is that it really splinters and falls apart. But assuming that they get through this somewhat psychically intact, then between Quinn and Williams and Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed and all those guys on on defense – and uh, uh, Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall, and if if he's ever healthy, Elijah Veritaker, who's an outstanding offensive lineman, all that kind of stuff. The Jets have players. They, they don't have the most important one. And the question is, can Aaron Rodgers be that? And if I were, I'll be completely honest with you. I understand it's risky. It was risky a year ago, and they've paid an enormous price. And And for the reasons that you just described, it's even riskier. But if I were Woody Johnson, if I owned the New York Jets, my plan would be to give it a shot with Aaron next year. It would. You need to be better suited behind him. But let's face it, there are no teams in the NFL that could lose their star quarterback four plays into the season and still be a Super Bowl team. It's Look what Cincinnati is now. It's just not on the list of options. They, they, they suffered an impossible – they were dealt an impossible hand. I would try because, Chris, I mean, you tell me on, on September, on the morning of September 11th, the morning before, you know, the day of that game, I thought, and you tell me if I was wrong, Jets had a chance to be great. That If a couple of breaks went their way, the Jets had a chance to be one of the best teams in the NFL. And there were moments watching them play this season that I thought if Rodgers had been healthy, they might have been the best team in the NFL. And now, of course, it has fallen apart beyond comprehension but I think I would be inclined to give it a go and and you need a better plan behind I mean Zach Wilson obviously can't be the backup Um, you need some real legitimate person to be there but I think I don't have a better idea than bringing it back with Aaron and trying to do what they didn't get the chance to do this year and maybe it goes down in a ball of flames but at least you can say you tried that that's what I think I would do would you do something different 
No, you're pot committed at this point. We knew it was going to be at least a two-year proposition. The only thing that I would say is I'm not sure that the results are going to be much better, especially without knowing the version of Aaron Rodgers that you're going to get coming back, coming off of an Achilles in his age 41 season behind a suspect offensive line that you really don't have a lot of cap space to retool. That would be but my biggest you concern. Could, could, you draft, could you draft three offense, four offense, just literally, I would take the entire draft. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, and, and just take linemen. And, 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 you know, the biggest thing that happened to the Jets, well, there's so many things happened, but one of them is <coughs> putting your faith in, in the group they had on the offensive line was Ooh. a real, a real miscalculation. And I don't know what options they had, but whatever they were, they had to be better than this. That was the huge miss. The, you can't go back into a season hoping that Makai Becton and Dwayne Brown are going to be your tackles. But if, if you can do better than that, um, there shouldn't be a suspect offensive line. And, and again, I think that there are too many good players on this team for them to be this bad. And, and then if it doesn't work next year, then yes, you, you literally hit incinerate on the whole thing and you start all over again with new coaches, a new general manager, and you just start from zero. But, um, but I, would, I would give this one more go, and I'm not convinced they don't have a chance for it to work out pretty well. It is Greeny here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Loma Chris Canty, Evan Cohen, in for Greeny, who's on with us today. He does have COVID. He is at home. He has said he's really not a good patient nor a good nurse taking care of his wife. I'm sorry. We're very serious with the sports stuff. We have like a minute and a half left. I have to know the, the eating and drinking scenario during while sick. Right? Are you a tea guy in this spot? Are you doing the saltines? Are we getting ginger ale in the mix? I feel like you and I probably have similar when we're sick menus, Greeny, what is on the greeny menu for when you're sick? So for the first couple of days, I couldn't eat anything. Um, I just, nothing sounded good. Nothing tasted good and nothing felt good. I've turned a corner. I, I actually am on the verge of, of coming back. I'm out of, I, I, I'm following all of the regulations and all that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm theoretically now cured or whatever the word is past it. Um, so I'm eating everything now. Candidly, I'm starving. Um, the problem is my wife constantly wants me to bring her things. And I mean, I can't, what am I doing here? I I can't make anything. Um, so, you know, I'm door dashing her things and, and like, that's not easy to do. Cause she's like, I just want soup. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know from soup. I mean, I, you know, so, you know, that, that's really been the, so here's what I really need guys. I just need you to send Nuno over to my house to make soup. <laughs> I just get me or Nuno, you know, Cam. It doesn't matter who. But Cam, are you available to go to Greeny's house to make soup? No. I just need soup no? made. I know Nuno makes a good soup. I know that soup has to become hot. It has to go from this can that I see sitting on this shelf. And I know I, I can get it from the can into the bowl. Right. But for the life of me, I can't figure out how it goes from being cold to being hot. Wait, I'm impressed by that. You know how to use a can opener? I need a can opener. I mean, it doesn't just it's not just going to have a little thing like, a, like, a, like oh. drinking oh, a soda. Oh, yeah, if you have the pop-off, pop-off top. top. Yeah, I guess I just I made myself, I I just made myself 100. Yeah, exactly. I just made myself 100 because I remember like my parents yeah. back in the day using a can opener to nah, open a Campbell's nah, soup. No, they don't do that anymore. Oh. It's okay. All right. Well, I guess it's I'm all right. Uh, Brandon on set here has said he will do it for you. He's going to come to your house, Greeny. So you Get do have a volunteer to make you soup. Brandon. Oh, my Brandon. Not Bubba, you mean. but No. 
Brandon, he's he's the best. He's he. No one is sadder about the Jets than he is. He is the one who told me last year he would rather see the Jets sign Gardner Minshew than Aaron Rodgers. And the ultimate. And I I, I I suspended him for multiple days. I don't have the purview to do that, obviously, but I did anyway. I felt he deserved to be suspended without pay for even saying those words out loud. Mm. And the ultimate irony and indignity of this is that Gardner Minshew may wind up starting in the playoffs and Aaron Rodgers <laughs> played four <laughs> plays. So they <laughs> <laughs> okay, again we killed we killed all. him. We killed him. Like talking about Gardner Minshew. Based on this appearance on your own show, I'm listing you as doubtful for tomorrow. I'm just pointing that out. I, we I'm have to fighting. run in a sec, I'm, but I'm, I'm listing you as doubtful. I'm begging. I I mean they, they they I tried to come to work today and they won't let me. So everyone is much more worried about my condition than I am. They all say I need to get better, and I just say I need to get the hell out of this house. So uh, that nothing will make me better faster than that. So we'll see. But I appreciate you guys doing this. I know it's a long day. And I, I, I really appreciate it. It kills me not to be there in the middle of all this. The college football conversation and all that kind of stuff is just driving me nuts not to be there. Well, we appreciate your time on your own show. And obviously, best wishes to you and your wife in getting healthy here. Of uh, course, she Reed. needs them. I mean, God <laughs> knows she needs someone to help her. Well, we have people on the way. There he is, Greeny, at ESPN Greeny, of course, on all the social media. You'll see all of his updates of his health, which is not pretty. Coming up, something that the NFL's best team can't allow to happen this weekend. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio on the ESPN app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Greeny, the podcast. It is Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM80, and your smart speaker. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Chris Canty. Michelle Smallman is with us after her big ESPN Radio tour around the facility here. Uh-huh. I'm back. Well, you never were here in the first place. Oh, correct. <laughs> so I'm here. <laughs> and better than ever. <laughs> I've been going with you. We are in for Greeny, who you just heard from, and... Um, Unfortunately, not feeling too well. Uh, that's not ideal. Some of those coughs that he had there. We hope Greeny and his wife, of course, get better. Uh, coming up, we got a little can he or can't he. But first, it is time to keep it real this holiday season by buying real Christmas trees. They're available. They're affordable. And they're better for everyone involved. You know that buying real Christmas trees helps save the American Christmas tree farming industry? That's right. For every 10 Christmas trees planted, an acre of land is saved. And so are American farmers jobs plus buying real christmas trees helps keep holiday memories alive that touch that smell of that real christmas tree and it's better for the environment they're available for you to buy and they're affordable for you to buy buy real christmas trees this holiday season at lowe's or wherever christmas trees are sold get more information online at get real keep it real.com all right time now for can he or can't he we'll fire questions at cc and smalls can he or can he can Jalen Hurts afford to be trailing to the Niners at halftime on Sunday? He can't, and that's with a capital T. Now, the last two games, you're talking about double-digit deficits in the second half against the Chiefs and against the Buffalo Bills. Hadn't seen the matter. The Eagles and Jalen Hurts have been able to overcome it. But this is a different animal in the San Francisco 49ers defense. Since Chase Young put on a 49ers uniform, this defense is second in defensive efficiency. They've got 15 sacks in the last three games, four picks, and you're talking about this defense having the most devastating four-man rush in all of football. So, yeah, Jalen Hurts can't be in a situation where he's forced to be a volume drop-back passer against this pass rush. It ain't going to end well for the Eagles, especially with a banged-up Lane Johnson. So you have confidence in Jalen Hurts to make a comeback, just not against every opponent. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Canny or Canty, you're saying? I wouldn't put it past him. And this Philadelphia Eagles team, it seems to be their MO that they find a way to win these games and they find a way to do so when they're trailing, when they're in a hole, when they're in a deficit. So I I wouldn't like the situation, but I would not put it past Jalen Hurts to find a way to do it. Can Bryce Young, Carolina Panthers, still have a successful NFL career? Eight ball says doubtful. I'm going to say he can't. And I don't don't want to bury Bryce Young because he's still in year one. But it's what's happening around him that's going to stop him from being able to realize his full potential. You fired Frank Reich, and now you're talking about going with another head coach. That means Bryce Young, another system, and you have an impetuous owner who has fired head coaches in the middle of the season in back-to-back years, and he's fired head coaches in the middle of the season three out of the last five years. I I just don't know that you can – you can realize your full potential and develop properly at the most important position in all of team sports with all of that dysfunction happening around you. So, unfortunately for Bryce, I'm going to say he can't. I'm going to say yes, but they have to get this coaching hire right. I know the situations aren't apples to apples, but the Urban Meyer situation in Jacksonville was really brutal. That was bad. And Doug Peterson came in. He stabilized things for Trevor Lawrence. They have a great relationship. He knows what Trevor Lawrence needs in order to be successful. They built a good team around him. I think if the Carolina Panthers get the head coaching hire right, they have a system that works for him, and most importantly, as you noted, CC, they give him that stability to grow. I don't see why he can't have a good NFL career. All right, next one. Can Dak Prescott become the MVP favorite 
in the next two weeks. He can, and he's putting up video game numbers right now. He's, sec- he's second in QBR behind Brock Purdy, but the difference between the two is that the 49ers can win without Brock Purdy having a huge game. I don't really know that the Dallas Cowboys can win without Dak Prescott playing really, really well. And so that that gives him the nod when it comes to those two in a head-to-head comparison. But if he beats the Seattle Seahawks tomorrow night, if he beats the Philadelphia Eagles in Dallas two weeks from now, then yeah, I think he becomes a front-runner because he would have won the head-to-head matchup against, right now, the odds-on favorite to win the MVP in Jalen Hurts. So absolutely, Dak Prescott can become the MVP favorite over the next two weeks. Yeah, I'm with CC. He he can because of that head-to-head matchup. He's going to have his opportunity to showcase to the world why he's better than Jalen Hurts or why he's more of an MVP this season than Jalen Hurts. If he was to win the MVP this year, that would be the second quarterback under Mike McCarthy winning an MVP. Third MVP overall, Rodgers won two. He won two with McCarthy and two with LaFleur, and then another one with Dak. Mike McCarthy's resume is going to continue to increase, and I think people are going to start to realize what we all know, that that guy can coach. Next one, Kenny or Kenny? Can Sean Payton win a playoff game in his first season as Broncos head coach? First time in Kenny or Kenny, I'm going to answer a question with a question. Can I answer this question after this week? No. Because the playoffs start... <laughs> well, if if Greeny's still out. The, 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 play, the playoffs start for the Broncos and the Texans, and unfortunately for both of those two teams, they match up against each other in Week 13. The winner of that game, I believe, will be in the playoffs. The loser of that game has no shot of making the playoffs just because the margin for error is so small when you look at the landscape of the AFC. So I am going to lean toward saying he can't because I don't think Sean Payton will get into the playoffs. They've won five straight. It's hard to stay hot that long in the National Football League. I would applaud him for the team not mailing it in after starting one and five, but I don't think he can make it into the playoffs, so I'm going to say he can't win his first playoff game with the Broncos this year. I don't think they're going to get in the playoffs either, but if they do, he can. If you can beat the Kansas City Chiefs and almost beat them twice this season, including once at home, that was very close. They should have won that game. You can absolutely win a playoff game. So do we have to go to that place of winning a playoff game? Can't we look at making the playoffs in this case as an accomplishment? Absolutely, especially coming off of what Sean Payton described as the worst coaching job in NFL history in Nathaniel Hackett. And he was right. He's not wrong. He's right. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett has proven him right. He looks a lot better now in saying that statement two months after it, right? By the way, your beef may be true. CeCe's leaving and Hembo's joining us. Something's going on. What yeah, I don't is know. going on yeah, I don't with Hembo it. and CeCe? I thought CeCe. we were cool. I it's Greeny we cool. on ESPN Radio on the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN, and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.